butterflies welcome to the channeling of the rain podcast where we come together to drop our masks and just breathe for a little while i'm your host delana rain i want to give an extra thank you for being here and sharing your space with me today because this episode marks our one year birthday I started this podcast as a way to give myself a channel to connect and feel seen, not only with and by you, but by myself as well. And I really couldn't be more grateful for how this year has gone. Emotionally, it has been a lot of ups and downs, but I feel like that's just always. It's always upping and downing, but I've really just been like discovering my identity as a creator and just as myself, as a young 24 year old woman and who I want to be in this world who I want to project out into the world and what I want to stand for but this year I am ready to take it to the next level of comfortability I want you to tune into this podcast and feel like you just walked into your best friend's house kick off your shoes get comfortable Can I get you a glass of wine, a cup of tea? I can make a charcuterie board. Just let me know. I want to tackle that barrier that makes us feel foreign no matter what environment we're in. Because the truth is, we are meant to be here. And this is all part of it. So let's drop the perfect I have no problems persona and make yourself at home. I've missed you. The last time we spoke was in August before the Art Collective show, which went amazing. It was so much fun. And they moved us up into a bigger gallery this time, and there was just so much natural light, and it was beautiful and my paintings just like sparkled on the wall and I got to meet so many amazing people and uh, it was just so beautiful and if you came out and gave me any love thank you thank you thank you I love you more than you know and I think about you every day real talk If you support me or send me love ever, I probably think about you every day. And I am sending you love, and I hope on some energetic level that you are feeling it. There has actually been so much time that has passed since our last episode that I actually get to share with you details about the next upcoming Art Collective show which I am so excited for because this time it's right before Christmas, which means people are Christmas shopping. And it's just so much fun to think about your art being given as a gift. And I think gifts are such a beautiful little thing that we humans do. I don't really care what your views are on Christmas or holidays or anything really. Like I think gifts are just so cute. Like we get stuff that we think someone else will like and we give it to them in the hopes to like cheer them up and make them happy. And that's just so freaking cute. So I'm gonna have a lot of really gifty things. I am in the process of creating a bunch of like smaller ask not tiny but small er paintings and a bunch of them maybe so that I have like a lot of smaller 40 to 80 dollar range paintings um that will make really great gifts and I'm really playing around with 
animal themes right now. A little bit like in my big paintings, if you've been following me on Instagram, at Delena Rain, by the way, if you aren't, you should. But my bigger pieces have really been like animal, spirit, guide, led, I feel. And so I, was, I knew that I wanted to do a bunch of pieces for this next upcoming show, which I'll give you the date for and everything here in a moment. But I knew that I wanted to make a bunch of little ones to do more, play into more of the gifty side of Christmas instead of like bringing and showcasing my big pieces. But sometimes it can be overwhelming, even though I am an intuitive artist and my whole thing is connecting with your intuition and just allowing yourself to flow with it. The whole part about being human is that we doubt our intuition and so sometimes when I set myself big projects or big goals I can kind of like talk myself out of them or not necessarily out of them but I'll just like hold myself back for a little while and then I got to thinking well you know what like I'm kind of on an animal kick right now like why not just why not just keep going with that and so I have been and they're pretty freaking cute so far I think you guys are really gonna like them not to mention I've made some like affirmation cards and I'm planning to make some like collage packs so that you could get a pack of my some of my affirmation cards and like make your own little collage at home I think that'd be really cute and so I'm really excited about that I'm gonna be doing lots of things the art show is like my kind of like tester way of doing like new things sometimes now is what I've decided so this next one will be my third one ever so third time's a charm right that's the saying so fingers crossed you guys send me love I'm hoping that this one goes just really well that would just be so awesome for me but if you are in the Sioux Falls area or surrounding area and you are looking for something to do the first weekend of December, which is December 1st and the 2nd, it's a Friday and a Saturday, we are going to be at the Washington Pavilion again in the same gallery and on both days from 1 to 9, I'm going to be there with like 80 other amazing talented artists there is seriously something there for anyone and everyone and shopping local and supporting art and creatives does more than you know and it's more than you know instead of like going on amazon or box stores and supporting outside economies like you're supporting um more authentic and you're choosing to spend your money in a more authentic loving way and i promise that that will come back to bless you it'll come back tenfold i promise but there's seriously something there for everyone come do some christmas shopping it's free all ages there's a bar with drinks and snacks that you can drink and sip while you walk around and if you have kiddos or just nothing else going on that day you can go to the other side of the pavilion and check out the science center they just opened up the planetarium which is super exciting my friend sage and i went on opening weekends they were giving like they were doing free showings and it was beautiful and the place was packed sage and i didn't even get like a seat we were sitting on the floor but it was beautiful it was really funny because afterwards we were like what exactly did they spend the money on because we had a dome theater at the Washington Pavilion already. And so it looks very similar. 
more like, but what makes it a planetarium? And apparently it's just like, just much higher quality equipment, essentially. So it's really freaking cool though. It's so cool. So I highly recommend it. I don't even really know what I'm saying now, guys. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, December 1st and 2nd, come see me at the Washington Pavilion. I would love to see you. I would love to give you love, catch up with you, show you some of my art. 11-11. Anyways, sometimes I kind of seem to disappear from the public eye after a big event. Physical or astrological. Those are both events in my eyes. Do you ever do that? Like, it kind of feels like maybe you're getting the hang of things, but then all of a sudden it feels like you took 10 or 20 steps back. And I don't even think feeling bad about where you're at is the worst part. I think it's the embarrassment, the shame, the fact we don't want our struggles to be seen. So then it makes us, like, isolate or, like, not even, like, be seen, but, or even, like, the feeling of, like, we don't want to have our block of clay sculpted by someone else's point of view because so often in the past maybe we've encountered someone else's point of view that just injected so much negativity into the way that we viewed things, but... On the flip side, it is often a different perspective that lifts us up. The feeling of unity and not being alone that one gets when they seek comfort in community and in each other. But let's isolate this fear of community, this fear of connection, and this fear of being seen. I want us to think back to one of the first times that we really felt like we were supposed to hide something, like that wasn't supposed to be acknowledged, even though it was there. And sometimes it's like fleeting flashes of memories and sometimes they don't even make sense and that's that's the hard part of working through our emotions is the fact that sometimes it doesn't make sense so we'll just like try to scrap it and throw it out and then we won't be getting anywhere and we'll be wondering why um and it'll be because the missing link is a memory that doesn't seem like it has anything to do with the cause but these last few months, for me, I feel I have just been shedding and shedding and shedding. And it's so crazy because it feels like that's all that I do is grow and change and shed. And I'm constantly trying to evolve my way of thinking and evolve my perspective on things and not let things hold me captive. Not let things control my decisions so much so that I'm not making the decision. And it can often feel like I'm circling back to something that I've already done, or I'll have emotions come up on a topic that I thought I resolved within myself already. I'm just like, oh, this again, huh? Like, we aren't done with this? And it can be so easy to go with that, like, we're not done with this, and, like, kind of, like, beat yourself up about it and be like, wow, I'm just like, what's wrong with me? And so I've just been, like, sitting with 
the reflections of my shadows these last few months and especially through October I get nervous to reach out to the people that I love and I get nervous to need things so I've been thinking about that a bit and I've kind of I've it's made me start thinking just more about how when I was a kid and I had emotions they weren't met with openness or the lifestyle that I had growing up so growing up at home I mean, I kind of grew up in an episode of Hoarders. Not like the extreme cases, but like definitely now if I had a child, I would not let my I would not let my child into that place and that's a crazy thing to grow up and look back on. Like a, it's like a surreal like split vision like I lived through that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, I don't ever recall a specific moment where it was like, hey, these are things that we don't share with other people. But there was always a part of me that understood that the way we lived, the way we did things wasn't normal to how other kids did things. It, it wasn't normal to be viewing and watching porn at seven years old. It wasn't normal to only eat brownies and sugar and honey buns and drink Coca-Cola all the time. It, it wasn't normal to only have fun and and nothing else. As a child, you don't... Like, there was a part of me that understood that that wasn't normal. And that it wasn't to be discussed. So, right away, there's that... This feeling of isolation. I am different than everyone else. Under the surface. No matter what, and I can't address it. Right? But then, because you can't discuss it, there then begins to build a feeling that you have to defend it. So if somebody tries to pick and prod, you get defensive. I remember we would have CPS called, I mean, all the time. They would come and visit me at school. They'd pull me out of class. They'd question me, how are things at home? And I would lie be like, fine, good, who are you, you know what I mean, like, and why would I tell you this, like, then I would get home from school, I'd get off the school bus, and I'd walk through the door, and they'd be sitting on my couch with my dad, and then they'd be like, Talena, you lied to us, it's really dirty in here, I'm like, yep, Mm-hmm. And it's fucking hilarious. It's like they never questioned or dug further. Right, so there's this there's this feeling that there's just things that go unnoticed and they aren't spoken of for a reason. And when I looked at the clock just there on my timer it was twenty twenty, which is just a weird coincidence for um, clear vision. So, like, I look back and I see this child who is trying to navigate the world, first time living, as is mine, but, right? And all of these mixed signals about what's okay, what's okay to talk about, two different things what's acceptable and what's 
acceptable outside of here. Um, it creates like this tear. And then outside of the house, you have the society that tells you it's normal to have emotions and feel love and all of this. But then at home, if I cried or had an emotion, I was yelled at. And I was told, you know, like, why are you doing that? You're annoying me. Get out of my face. Go to your room. You're making my, you're, you're giving me a heart attack. Literally, like, I, my dad would lead me to believe that I was giving him health problems. Um, just because he didn't want to deal with my emotions um, that I, as a little girl, didn't know how to deal with. And that leads to me now, as a big girl, not knowing how to deal with things. It's led to me being scared of my own needs, being intimidated by my own needs. Like, not even just needing something from someone else, but to the point where just needing something from myself overwhelms me. And I've obviously, I've gotten to this point in my life somehow by fulfilling my needs, right? So then it goes back to the topic of you feel like you take 10 to 20 steps back and you circle back. And so then you have to ask yourself, why am I struggling with this right now? Like, what is being triggered and what needs to be released? What needs to be seen and viewed from a new perspective? What bud needs help blooming, essentially? It's me being so hyper aware of what I'm saying and everyone's emotions around me. It's me being so afraid that if I don't do the right thing, I'm going to have everything taken away from me. Uh, there I was, a little girl, living with my dad, who obviously had problems. <laughs> Put it lightly, right? He was an abusive fuck who couldn't take care of his children at the time. I send him love and light now. Uh, take a drink to that. But I didn't have my mom. And when people gave me the space to talk, it was with the threat to take everything I knew away from me. That was the only time that I was allowed to talk. As if I was willing to sacrifice everything. And as a little girl, and even as a big girl, to sacrifice is a lot, right? It feels heavy to make a change, even if it's good, when it's all that you know. That is where the beauty of the spiral comes in. It's the shape of the universe, you guys. It's the shape of life the way things form. I have a tattoo of a unalum on my wrist. It's like one of those, um, like the non-straight, like twist tattoos. If you're like a tattoo person, you know the spot on the wrist where like certain angles, it goes like straight down my wrist, but then if I turn my arm, it like it's all <laughs> I love it. Firstly, I love this tattoo. Um, it's a reminder to me that the path in life is never linear. And we're going to come across 
paths that we've seen before. We are going to see things that we have seen before, but we have to trust that it's from a different perspective and that we are still on our way up. The darkest before dawn reference, right? That if you are on the right path, you should experience a dip before success. And that is such a heavy, heavy truth to hold and weigh, right? Because if you are in a moment of turmoil right now, if you are in a moment of stress and not having faith, it's the most hard challenge that God asks of us to have faith right now. To have faith when you don't have faith, that is the challenge. But I promise you that you will get that next step and all of a sudden you will be in a newer position where everything that you were just looking at changes again. And yeah, sure, maybe we'll circle back on it again, but you're going to keep building upon that new image that you're painting. You're just going to keep building on it. And that is the beauty of the spiral. That's the beauty of being able to circle back to moments in your history moments that impacted you emotionally because they shaped the way that you believe and the way that you think. They shape the way that you carry yourself. They shape the way that you interact with other people. Because I am able to pinpoint this, I am able to accept and admit to myself and everyone else out there that I hold myself back. And I stop myself from reaching out to my friends and the people that I love. And I should do better. But I'm not going to beat myself up as if I have done wrong. I am going to march forward because I didn't do anything wrong. And neither did they. Right, so I... I am always so afraid of being a burden. It's ridiculous. So I I won't even like text people. Which is so funny because if a text were to come across my screen from somebody that I loved, it would make my day. And yet I think that I'm being a burden to someone. The cross side of that is I always get overwhelmed too because I don't want the people I love to think that I don't like them or that I think that they don't like me. It's just that that is just what I'm so used to being met with. In the past is not being met with love by love. And so when I feel love, which is really all I feel, you guys. There can be times where it's overwhelming and I want to shut down. And so then it makes me just want to sob because it makes me feel like there's an absence of love. This inability to connect. This inability to reach out. This inability to shine. This inability to love. But I think that is... The very notion and presence and nod to love that we sometimes need. The fact that you are feeling these things should show you that they are real. Also, what I find really funny is a lot of times when I am really struggling with that emotion or just any emotion, when I finally allow myself to have that like water breaking moment, let the tears burst and just feel it and let the emotions just be and not question them. I often find that n not long after, I will get a text from somebody, like one of my friends or my sister or my mom, right? And they'll just be giving me love. And I think it is so funny the universe chooses to play with us and interact with us and I think that again is a nod at how important it is to feel these things that if you were to feel these things and take the leap that you will be caught and you will be met with love even though 
someone else in the past wasn't able to. Because the difference now is you are able to identify what is a loving environment and what isn't a loving environment. And do you want to know what the clear distinction is, you guys? And I'll just tell you right now. If your gut tells you that it's not, remove yourself. Okay? And I'm not talking about your anxiety. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your gut feeling and you know the difference. Because you know that anxiety you battle yourself with. You know that when it's anxiety stopping you, you feel bad about it. Right? So if you genuinely just don't want to do something, don't want to communicate with someone, something bothers you or any anything of that nature you don't have to you are allowed to remove yourself and that doesn't mean that you have to do it in a mean abrasive way and that doesn't mean that that makes you mean and if somebody wants to view you as mean well then you know what and this goes for myself too we are sovereign free divine human beings and we cannot get in trouble with another human being. We can upset someone, there can be some discomfort, but you cannot actually get in trouble. Outside of like the law and stuff, which is an agreement that you agree to just to keep society running and things, but like, we can't get in trouble. That blows my mind. Because there's like a little girl running me inside that is so afraid of getting in trouble. I can't get in trouble. My friends love me and want to know that I love them and I'm thinking of them. And you know what? The other thing too is I don't have to be ashamed about being full of love. I'm allowed to be myself and I don't need other people to mirror it back to me. That's another hard thing, I think, growing up too, as I learned to mirror my environment. And if it didn't mirror me back, I thought it said something about my worth. And that's not true. And we do have the power to make our environments mirror us. So if the environment isn't mirroring you, you leave. And I know that that's hard. But I promise that leap of faith is the action that's needed. And I need you to think about how many times you've taken it before and how little of a step it sometimes is. You know, when I was taken out of my dad's officially, I didn't even really officially tell anyone or speak to anyone. My mom moved back to a town like 30 minutes away and so I'd get to see her on like weekends or every other school night or some dumb shit like that right and so there was one time while I was there and I decided to write a letter to our county judge which I had met through our dare contest which I don't even really remember what dare stands for drugs are r-e <laughs> don't do drugs right that's <laughs> that's what dare is anyways ironically you guys i love this i won the essay contest for our dare class mm, mm, mm. and that was the judge that did it that's the judge that gave me award anyways i felt safe with him because of that whole instance um, my opinion later changed on him. Besides the point, he, um, I wrote a letter to him, and I just wrote a little bit in there about things at home with my dad, and how I just, I just want to live with my mom, and I don't want to live there anymore, and I don't want to talk about it a lot, but I just, I just don't want to be there. Right? That's basically what the letter was like. I divulged a little bit of information and was like, please, like, I just want to go to my mom. But then, of course, um, 
I got scared to send it. So before I went to school one morning, I just threw it in the trash. And I didn't tear it up or anything. And bless the angels, I guess, my mom went through the trash <laughs> and found the letter. And she's the one that made the call and that started the whole investigation process and all of that. But my point is, is that if everything is feeling overwhelming, that's okay. We can just take it one step at a time. And I'm here to tell you that the universe will meet you the other half of the way. Right at the borderline is where I'm gonna wait for you. Black Eyed Peas. Loved that song growing up. It's a hard thing to remember, but that's also why the spiral is so important. Because you have made so many leaps before, and you have flown, baby. You can freaking fly. I know you can. We are soaring birds. Birds of a feather that flock together stay together. I really hope that that's the right phrase. Otherwise, I sound stupid. But I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> and I just don't want to be nervous or embarrassed about sounding stupid. I don't want to worry about if I said the right thing or if I did the right thing because I want to move forward knowing I am the right thing and I want to walk every step with the universe in me. I want to help us walk together knowing that we are together, that we don't have to be ashamed and we don't need to go through things alone. I had some really bad tooth pain not that long ago and it was really bothering me and that was overwhelming for me because pain is one thing I can, I guess, I can deal with pain. My pain tolerance is alright, you know, I got lots of tattoos so I can handle some pain, but I knew that something was going to need to be done about this tooth, and I don't have dental insurance, so I was quite overwhelmed by that, because I knew that that was going to cost some money, just from what I was feeling, I knew that it was going to need, it was going to need some work done, and as I said earlier, I don't like needing things. So I battled with myself for quite a while on whether or not I was going to call a dentist, but I knew I needed to. And so I finally called up a dentist that I just found while doing some research on Google. And I called to make an appointment and I start crying on the phone. She's like, oh, what do you want to do for this? And I'm like, well, well, what was it, right? I was like, oh, I just have a tooth that's really bothering and wondering if I could come in, right? And she's like, okay, I could do like two. And I'm like, oh, today? And I just really wasn't expecting them to get me in so soon. She was like, oh, yeah, kind of like, sorry, I thought you needed to get in. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm just like really overwhelmed about how much this is going to cost. Like, I can't pay for it all up front, you know? But I also, I need something to happen. So I start crying on the phone and... The lady was so sweet, so sweet, an angel, and she was like, okay, well, you know, it's okay, we'll figure out everything, and we made our appointment for, like, that Monday or something, and so <sighs> I just have to make it through the weekend, and so I made it through the weekend, just taking, like, ibuprofen and stuff, and then I get there on Monday to see them, and of course I'm really nervous, but I see them, and we're able to get like everything figured out and I get a root canal done and everything that day and the financial like advisor lady was an absolute angel and sweetheart as well and I just had God in my ear over and over telling me you know like you don't have to worry 
about if what you are doing is the right thing, because if you are with me, I will always make it the right thing. You don't have to worry about this, because I will handle it. If you show up for yourself, I will take care of the rest. And you guys, I am pain-free. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. I am so happy. I am just so relieved because when you have tooth pain, right? Or just like not knowing how to take care of yourself as an adult, it's overwhelming because all you see is expensive price tags instead of like your wealth and your health, which are synonymous to me. But like, I guess my point is, is that we shouldn't let the fear of the unknown or the fact that we are unfamiliar with the process or how it will work out. It doesn't mean we shouldn't pursue it. It doesn't mean that we should not take care of ourselves. At the end of the day, we shouldn't not prioritize ourselves because we're afraid that it'll cost a little bit of money. We shouldn't be afraid of debt. Debt. Such a heavy and negative word. It should be viewed as like uh, an investment in yourself. Something that is adding value to your life and your experience here on earth. And also, I hate the phrase of losing money. How can you lose money? Nothing on this earth is ours or in our possession. All of it is a gift. We are a channel for money to move through. So if there is something that you need money for, show up and trust that the Lord will provide. I know that it's hard and I'm I still don't I I still don't truly fully grasp it myself but there's something deep inside me that knows that I have to spread this message of have faith pursue your dreams and don't get caught on the road bumps don't let the valleys make you afraid of reaching the top of the mountain because I have a feeling it's going to be beautiful up there, you guys. I have a feeling it's going to be like something we have never seen before, but that we have always known. Heaven on earth. When we are able to fully take a look at ourselves and where we are stopping ourselves from receiving and giving love in the most purest, authentic way, when we allow creativity and love and money to just channel through us, when we give and show up in the present moment without the fear of our resources, because the universe is our resource. And so that is the challenge that I've been going through lately, the challenge of being present and showing up but it's been working, you guys. I just wanted to check in and share with you that it's working. When we show up for ourselves, we are met. Our angels follow us when we ask them to. And the phrase, help me, is the most powerful prayer that could ever be prayed. There is so much power to asking the universe to be with you, to aid you. There's so much power to bringing into your awareness that you are a walking, living, breathing miracle on this planet, always. That you are a gift. Everything that you have is a gift. Everything you do is a gift. Everything that is done upon you is a gift. So let's find a way to reshape these things when we circle back and we're able to look at it from a higher up perspective let's help 
purge out all of those negative emotions and help integrate these shadows to be a fuller, more able-bodied, authentic version of ourselves so that we can show up even when we are anxious and scared because being bold and courageous and brave doesn't mean that you aren't afraid of anything. It means you show up when you are afraid. It's doing something even though you're afraid and recognizing that that fear isn't your identity and it doesn't have the power to stop you. And wow, it just feels so good to talk with you guys. And I thank you so much for being here and breaking these barriers with me and breaking generational curses and baggage that you didn't necessarily sign up for. But guess what? I'm here to tell you that you're doing it and I'm proud of you. Every day you wake up and hit it, you're doing it. Every day, even if all you feel like you did that day was survive, you're doing it. And I'm proud of you. It's enough. So what do I want you to take away from this episode? I want you to take away that when you find yourself at an emotion that you have felt before, I want you to slow down. I want you to be present and I want you to allow that emotion space to evolve. I want you to get to know your shadows and integrate them this month. We have a new moon in Scorpio coming up on the 13th and that is an amazing time to pinpoint some of those shadows and make it an intention to welcome those shadows, to elevate the perspective, to embrace the spiral, to embrace the dark night before the dawn, to know that even though you may feel like you are off path, that you are exactly where you are meant to be, and that things are going to work out beautifully for you. So beautifully. I know it in my soul, in my heart. I believe it for you. I pray it for you. I know it for you. I dream it for you. And it's happening. I want you to believe it for you. All right? Let's stop holding ourselves back, and let's just be honest with each other. Like, talking to you makes me nervous, and that's part of the reason why I haven't put out an episode since August. But you know what? Let's just be real. We don't have to hide that. We could probably find a grounds of great connection if we were just open and honest. One of the things that I learned when I went to the dentist is like it just felt so good to allow myself the space to be honest, to admit how I was feeling and to admit that I was in pain and that I needed something and it felt good to have that need met. It felt good. We are allowed to have our needs met. Okay? You are not a burden. And you don't have to be a burden onto yourself. So let's identify those areas where maybe we're getting hung up. Maybe we are overwhelmed because we don't know how to adult and take care of ourselves. You know what? That's okay. We're all figuring this out together. And there are people out there who have learned a little bit more than you. And if you can just open yourself up and let the universe help you. It will provide you the people that you need to help you through this time that you are struggling with. Let's let our struggles make us stronger together. Let's build and grow a beautiful, luscious garden. A rainforest, if you will. The Garden of Eden, where we can all thrive and be as one and honor 
the sacredness of our divinity together where we don't have to worry about being perfect because we know that we already are. I see you for who you are. If you ever have any questions for me or want to know my opinion on something, have something that you want me to talk about here on the show, please don't ever be afraid to reach out to me. I love hearing from you. I, I'll i be real, I'm not always the greatest at like being active and alive online, but I'll always pop in when I'm meant to. And I trust that you will too. That's kind of everything that I have for you guys today. Um, I love you guys so much so 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 much and i'm sorry for being away for a while and i'm gonna connect with you guys more like i said we're gonna start getting more comfortable i'm gonna start getting weirder and we're just gonna go with that we're just gonna let the show be what the show wants to be and i think there's something beautiful to that and you can contribute your seeds and what you think and what you want and I will listen to you. So be sure to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening to to be notified when new episodes are uploaded. Be sure to follow me on Instagram over at Delana Rain and at Channeling Rain just to be in the community and stay up to date on other things. Just be more connected on day-to-day life. You can message me and we can send memes to each other. I love memes that's one of my love languages so please do also love art which reminds me of the art show december 1st and 2nd you guys that's one to nine both days i would love to see you it's gonna be so much fun you can do some christmas shopping and i can give you a kiss on the forehead I love you so much. I hope that you've been doing well. And until next time, my dear. Mwah.